Okay, we've got a few minutes before we start with our great guest today. What's up with you guys? How are you doing? I am so happy to have a few minutes with you guys alone because I wanted to run something past you guys. Is that cool? Okay. So I was thinking like, should I do like a special introduction like, welcome everybody today. No? Too, not too much? Oh, what about... Yo, 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 everybody, guess who? No, I know. What, what was I thinking? I'm so silly. Okay. So what do you guys have in mind? Am I doing it again? I'm tripping. Okay, right? I've done plenty of these. I just go with the flow. Go with the flow, Brandy. Go with the flow. You guys always know the right things to say and do. But you know what? Well, did you also know that today we have here with us the great actress, talented, lovely Liz Priestley? Well, now you know. And Liz Priestley is here with us talking about her new movie coming out in a... Let me just say, <laughs> wait until you find out who Liz gets to kick it with in the movie and much more about her. So Liz, I'm just so stoked to have you here and welcome Voices of Courage because you are a voice, a beautiful voice and an inspiration. So welcome Liz Priestley. Let's go. everybody thank you for tuning in to my show i'm brandy J, your host and i have with me today someone truly amazing uh, we have liz priestley right you want me to call you oh well it's appropriate to say your whole name but am i calling you liz am i calling you miss priestley like what would you like me to say? oh my goodness <laughs> please call me liz please i'm so informal i just <laughs> liz Liz. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey then, Liz. How you do? <laughs> hi, God, hi. <laughs> <laughs> and here she is, ladies and gentlemen, the lovely Miss Liz. <laughs> Hello. So, so happy to have you here. Oh, I'm happy to be here. This is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So, how did, like, so acting, this was like what you it seems like from what I know and then I read, this is something that mm-hmm. you wanted to do like majority like your whole life. Like you're just like entertainment, like opera, vi- violin, like you're just like yeah. one talented walking soul. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, I I always wanted to do this. I, you know, like ever since I was a kid, I just I, I just got sent a video recently um, from my uncle of me as like a six or seven year old. And it's like right around the time that my dad got his first video camera. And I'm just, you know, I am like 
just trying so hard to be the center of attention in every single frame as he's just trying to go through the house using his new camera. I am literally jumping out of corners, singing (laughs) songs. Like I've always been that kid that just felt at home in front of a camera. But yeah, I had some detours along the way. I did, you know, I wouldn't say detours, but you know, I've done some other things on the way. Um, I am an opera singer and also a musical theater graduate and, uh, you know, I'm also a violinist and some other instruments. And so all of that sort of performing experience has all kind of led to where I am. But, you know, and I've done theater for, you know, 25 years or so. and But it's all just kind of been with the idea in my head that like yeah but I want to make movies mm-hmm. you know that was always when I was a kid I want to be that person that makes movies who does that an actor oh yeah I want to be that you know so yeah absolutely totally totally so I, so then um I guess theater came like um when you your first like acting moment was that <laughs> like basically in theater and plays and stuff yeah, I mean, you know, when I was in school, we always did school plays every year, the class plays that you had to be in, whether you wanted to act or not. But I always thought they were so fun. And, like, I couldn't understand how people had, like, stage fright or, you know, anything like that. Um, I always thought they were so fun. And then, you know, I had older siblings who were involved in like high school plays and I saw that and I was like oh I can't wait till I get to be old enough to do those ones (laughs) and I did all of those and then during you know high school I started doing you know community theater and I'm like oh yeah I want to I want to work with people outside of my school and then it became oh I can go to college and do this you know it just kept growing but yeah yeah, I, I I've always been you know, kind of drawn to that life, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Out of all those, like, which one was your, like, um, favorite, like, stage performance or a play? Like, which one was the one that... Ooh. Um, gosh. I've had a lot of really, really good ones over the years. I would say my favorite stage... Oh, boy. My favorite? Oh, man. <laughs> too many so good ones. <laughs> I I guess I would probably say my favorite was um I think it was like 2013 or it was 2015 I did a production of Ruined at Stagecrafters Theater here in Germantown, Pennsylvania. And I believe Stagecrafters is the oldest theater in the US. Um but it was um, a particular cool role, <clears throat> excuse me, for me because, um, you know, I was playing uh, a fictional character, but based on real life circumstances, which is oddly similar to what the movie I'm making my debut is, in is also like. But, um, you know, it, it had to do with uh, women in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, which has, at least at that time, and I believe is still the case, um, had the highest rate of sexual assault towards women. Mm. And um, because it's just a war-torn country. 
um, with an ongoing conflict. And so uh, the term ruined, which is also the title of the play, refers to um, when a woman is mutilated and not able to have children. So um, I played a character who had been ruined and who was like on the run basically. And my uncle, you know, has a, has a female friend who runs a bar and a brothel and he drops me off there to basically keep me safe because he's like, at least here, you know, she can work, she can earn some money and, you know, soldiers won't come looking for her type of thing. Um, but so, and I tend to go towards those dramatic roles anyway. I really like dramatic stuff I love doing drama I'm not I don't really consider myself a comedic actress I think I just am funny in life but not really so much (laughs) acting I don't know Um, but so I you know I was excited to do that and then you know for the character I was portraying I got to you know shave my head which I wear my hair kind of short anyway but this was like you know really close to the scalp kind of thing like you know so it was an incredible moment to be able to wear my hair like that for an extended period of time and um, doing the research for the role. It was just very moving. I mean, we did a lot of research as a cast. We listened to firsthand accounts of women who had gone through these kinds of things. And um, it was just a really moving experience. And every night the audiences really just seemed to respond so strongly to what the story was that we were bringing them. And so that one sticks out in my mind is a favorite. I, yeah, I think I would, I would say that. And I, and my character also got to sing a lot. That was the only character that sang. That was my, her thing is, you know, because she's ruined, she can't be in the brothel, but she can sing in the bar. So I got to sing quite a bit in that show. And it was just, you know, it was all around fun. Cool. That was very touching. Like, you know, to be able to experience something, you know, like like that, even though, you know, the, the circumstances with what it is, is, you know, disheartening and sad, but just to experience it, it's experience it in the way that you did and get and got to learn from it, too. Mm-hmm. seems pretty um, life changing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it was absolutely like I'll never forget that story and that country. And, you know, people like people don't know um all the essential components for cell phones come from that country. And uh, they basically have mined that country completely dry. Like there's no more of it basically. So um, yeah. And that's, excuse me, that's basically what started the conflict in the first place. And um, so it's a very, you know, it's, it's very rich in its history and it's, who wrote that? Lynn Nottage wrote that. Um, And she's got, you know, quite a few powerful plays out there, but yeah, you know, this is just a really cool experience from start to finish in that particular one. Well, I'm definitely going to have to look out for that so I could check it out. I would love to know more about that. The, oh yeah. You know, that story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's worth, it's cool. worth reading for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Well, on a lighter note, <laughs> <laughs> What do you have like an embarrassing one or like the funniest? I know you got something where you are like, oops, this did, I didn't mean for this to happen. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't think you do theater for twenty five years and not have <laughs> some things happen. I 
I mean, I know that I've had many experiences where I've, you know, I've gone on at the wrong time, like, um, or, you know, I, I can't remember any experiences where I've gone on and I can't remember, or I couldn't remember what I needed to say. Like, I, I always, because I'm obsessive about my lines, so I, I can't remember anything like that, but I, I hate to tell the story because I don't want to throw this person under the bus. I'm not going to say the person's name, but it does stick out. I I told this story once, so I'm going to tell it again. But I was in a production of 12 Angry Men. And if anybody's listening to this that was in it, they're going to know exactly what I'm talking about as soon as I say that. But I, you know, our production was really cool for several reasons because it was, we were doing it the summer after um, the Trayvon Martin case had happened and it was after George Zimmerman had been acquitted. So it was that summer. Um, So people were very hot about that issue. And, you know, if you know anything about the story, it's about, you know, a jury of 12 people sitting there trying to decide the fate of a teenage boy on some very flimsy evidence. And, you know, in the beginning of it, it's it's one person versus the 11 who just want to get out of there. And it's one guy saying like, no, let's really slow down and look at this. This doesn't add up. And as the play goes on, it becomes 11 people versus a different guy who's like, this kid is guilty no matter what you say. And everyone else has been swayed to be like, listen, there's credible doubt here. Um, so... You know, and in the the original production, it's heavily implied that the teenage boy that they're talking about is at the very least a person of color. I've always assumed that it was a black person, um, but you know, the mostly white jury uh, in the in the original production, and then you have one character who was a Russian Orthodox man uh, or Russian Orthodox Jewish man. So, um, in our production. It was an all-black cast, and it was pretty evenly split. I think it was six men, six women, and we never did define whether the boy, what race the boy was. We kind of left that up to audience interpretation, so that was interesting. Um, But in our version, I played what would have been the Russian Orthodox Jewish man, but we changed it into she was like an African refugee from Rwanda. Um, but in one of our, one of our shows, uh, we had a day where there were two shows back to back and between shows, one of our, uh, jury members decided to go out and have a few drinks and then came back to do the second show and just was like completely drunk on stage. (laughs) And, um, it was like only a few of us kind of knew going into it that he was drunk and the rest of us found out very quickly that he was (laughs) drunk and so it was like you know when you see the car accident before it happens or like you see the train is about to go off the tracks but you know there's nothing you can do to stop it it was just kind of like (laughs) we're all sitting there and it's you know it was just a mess you know he was 
just jumping <laughs> in with other people's lines and jumping in with his own commentary. Like it was just all over the place. And it was just <laughs> like, we were just sitting there completely powerless to stop it. And it just sticks out in my mind for, you know, and don't drink before shows guys. <laughs> <laughs> Look, maybe practice, but not the show. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, like I said, I didn't say a name and I didn't say where we did it. So hopefully you can still, <laughs> you can still hear that story. <laughs> but, you know, oh, man. Years ago now, it would have been like five or six years ago anyway. So yeah, but yeah. I mean, you know, that, I, I just, I'll never forget that performance and, and the, argument that went down after <laughs> so where can I where can I find this technically yeah, like, <laughs> where's this one running <laughs> I'll be the judge of how it went <laughs> yep exactly yep so, oh yeah, man you know, that, that, is sound, that, sure. that sounds memorable it sounds sounds uh, quite embarrassing for that person and memorable. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, it was embar- embarrassing for us during, I think it was embarrassing for Oh my gosh, after, I know. But for us during, <laughs> it was just like none of us knew what to do. And it's like, you know, and when you're an actor and you're on stage and something goes wrong, you learn how to play through it. And we all just kept trying to play through it in our own ways and not together. So it just, it just was, it was all over the place. <laughs> I don't know quite what that audience thought of it at the end, but <laughs> they got a very different show. Right. But they probably have a story too. I went to this one play and <laughs> <laughs> to this oh, day. <laughs> awful, awful. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That was hilarious. If you can't laugh at certain things, then well, you know what it's like. <laughs> well, exactly, exactly. I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, it's a funny story. So. I'm so happy that Steve, um, you know, put you in my my past. I was excited. Yeah. Me- Steve is awesome. Yes, yes. Shout out to Steve. <laughs> Steve is so cool. Yeah, I just, you know, I just started working with him. This is my third week working with him. And I just, I can't say enough great things about Steve. I think he's so cool. Yes, yes. The only thing I can't see myself laughing at is the year 2020. But anything other than that, pretty good. (laughs) You got to find something, you know, the little things every day in life. I, I, this year has been such a, I, 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 I I have no words. (laughs) That's what I was just about to say. I was like, look, you can't even get it out. (laughs) I, I, you know, just when you think that something it's cat right that's the worst it can get something else happens and you're just like, every, it seems like every else? day <laughs> like, what else right so, that's like nothing can surprise me anymore i'm just like yeah okay cool <laughs> I, you know, I thought i was there i thought i was there and then you know like 
more celebrities are dying and that that surprised yeah. me and I, I just mm-hmm. every time I think I'm like yeah I can't be surprised anymore and then something happens so I think I should just stop yeah. saying that out loud I must be jinxing myself I don't know <laughs> I'm like they could tell me the dinosaur walking down the street I'd be like yeah mm. <laughs> probably is <laughs> most likely most likely <laughs> like, like, <all> right. <laughs> you know I, I just like went through it I'm like I can't what's I don't even ask anymore I'm just kind of like I was going, like it's not even a question I'm just like well it's another day I'm, I'm afraid to like <laughs> read the news now like when I wake up and I go to my news pages online I'm like all right what's it gonna say today and you know half the time it's what did he do now <laughs> you know it's like right what did he do right <laughs> like dang it I can't take you nowhere <laughs> No, like no. sit down please uh, it's just, you know it's exhausting you wake up with a headache and it just doesn't go yeah. all day. I know I was for sure he was gonna rest when I found I was like okay you can stay home just get some rest sir and just, no, <laughs> don't say no nothing rest. don't do nothing no hey, you know, he's trying to get stuff done oh man that's too yeah. funny <laughs> it's not funny but it's too Listen, funny I am not trying to offend my my conservative people out there maybe he's getting shit done that's all yeah (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's what they're all talking about because i'm just like what's happening well i guess we'll see yeah we'll see we will see in the meantime every day i wake up with a new sense of trepidation but all right (laughs) (laughs) you know how people say like well that's why i don't watch the news and i don't do that i'm like at this point it don't even matter if you do or don't, you're going to hear you're something. Gonna all you got to do is it. talk to another person, you're a human being. You're going to find you out. Might as well read it. You might as well. We're all home. Yeah. It's better to do. So you might as well read about it and watch it and, you know, educate <laughs> yourself and vote in November, folks. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. All right. Point, I'm like, all right, it's October, what, 9th? <laughs> we got a month to go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I'm like not even thinking of that day really until it like happens the yep. day before. Yep, <laughs> yep. Everybody, oh, look at my nerves bad. That's all I can say. Everyone vote. Yeah, I think is bad. Yeah, please vote. Please vote. Yeah, I, I know I was doing some things wrong. <laughs> so true, so true. So back at the ranch. <laughs> okay, where things are so much lighter. <laughs> yeah, I was at a ranch. That's really funny, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, too funny, too funny. <laughs> My goodness. So, Miss Liz, mm. I got a question. All right, lay it on. When? When or what was it like? <laughs> I'm gonna rub my hands together too. I'm like, what was it like to work with Mr. Idris Elba? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's about as lovely as you can imagine. Uh, yeah, no, he's he's. I mean, really? Do you think I'm gonna be that girl that's gonna sit here and be like, he was awful? Just- Gosh, he's terrible to work. Oh, like, no, of course not. He was fantastic. We had two days together, basically. Um, I'll tell you, my first, the first time I met him, because this was an unusual 
casting process in the sense that like normally we would have met at some point in the audition process for a chemistry read or just to you know see if we looked right together or whatever but we didn't do any of that and in fact I really didn't even realize that I was up for the part of the wife until close to the end of the process and even then I was just like I mean they're gonna get a name like they're gonna call up Lupita like they're not call- you know they're gonna call mm-hmm. up Carrie you know <laughs> like it's not it's <laughs> a, double, a body double stand in whatever but um no he he I met him my first day meeting him and of course I met Caleb McLaughlin that day and I met Caleb like 10 minutes before I met Idris so it was overwhelming in that sense because most of my scenes were with Caleb so um and I met him and they immediately put us on a horse together and I was just like okay (laughs) you're on a horse with two people the bigger person goes in the back and they have to hold on to the person in the front so I've met Caleb for all of five minutes and now we're on a horse with my arm (laughs) and I'm thinking he's like an 11 year old kid from Stranger Things and he's this like 17 year old man just sitting on a horse. Like, this is very <laughs> odd. So then we get on this horse and they pull us up next to this other horse and I turn to my right and a foot away from me is Idris Elba smiling at me and he's just <laughs> smiling at me and I first words out of my mouth I look at him and I go oh hello husband and he looks at me and goes, oh hello wife and I just was like I'm gonna fall off this horse I'm gonna die now <laughs> like what <laughs> um, so, he was so he was so very sweet uh, that first day we didn't get to chat too much but the second day that we had was the day that I was like oh my um, and uh, we did get to chat a little bit uh, between scenes and he's just lovely I think he's actually I would describe him as a little shy to be honest with you but he's lovely he was like asking me he said uh, what what would I what would I know you from what have I seen you in what have you done and I said no 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 this is my first thing ever you know you wouldn't have seen me in anything unless you go to theater in Philadelphia for some reason and he was just <laughs> like he was like wait a minute, this is your first thing? And I was like, yeah, my first film. And he's like, I get to be in your film debut? And I was like, I'm sorry? Uh, <laughs> like, I get to be, you get to be in my debut? You know, like, it was just so sweet. And we were talking about his, uh, you know, how he's a DJ. He had just flown in from, like, Ibiza right before filming. And... I said, oh, and you're a rapper now, too. And he just kind of, like, made a face. And I was like, nah. <laughs> as soon as I knew I got cast in this thing, I've been blasting your song, Bosey, on, like, repeat for, like, three weeks now. Don't tell me you're not a rapper. And then I rapped part of the song back to him. And I, if you cannot tell by my voice already, am not a rapper. And he laughed at me. and I didn't care he laughed at me and I was like I don't care I made it have a laugh that's amazing Um, but yeah he he said to me that he thought that I did excellent and uh, you know of course that just meant everything and the scene itself um, I don't want to give too much away but the scene I the big scene I have with him there's no dialogue so 
it was really weird because I'm like, you know, the whole leading up to it, everyone's like, you know, he's just a man. Just remember, he's just a man. I'm like, he is not just a man. He's just a man. And then you get up close to him and you're like, he's just a man. He's just a man. Man, he's just a man. And then there's nothing to say. So I have no dialogue to fall back on. I have nothing really to rely on other than I'm looking in your eyes and you're looking in my eyes. And it's just like, you know, no, you're not just a man. You are a very, you're like right in my face. Like, you know, and, and the costume people, I don't know if she did this on purpose, but he, if you notice in the promotional shot from the movie of him on the horse, that was the day we shot. And um, in the promotional shot, he's, his shirt is buttoned up. But uh, in the scene, you'll notice the first three buttons are buttoned down and he's bare chested. <laughs> and that was because I made nice with the costume person. And she, uh, on that day, she walked up to him and she's like, let's just undo some of these buttons. Let's just one, two, three. <laughs> and then she walked by me and she's just winking at me. And she's like, you're welcome. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I did get to touch him. It was great. I, yeah. I, yeah. I got to be nice and close. It was hilarious. I, I, I honestly, I almost feel bad talking about him this way because honestly, if it was reversed, I'd be like, don't say that. But I, and he is a beautiful i understand his wife was there she uh, they were newly married at the time and um she was there on set i got to meet her she was very nice too so it was just very like it was kind of like they were checking out my you know my hometown and just kind of chilling with the philly people like it was just it was great it was all around great that's awesome. I'm like all living vicariously through what you. I felt like I was there for the every moment right now. <laughs> I saw every moment. Like I have that type of mag- mind too. Like you know how you read a book with no pictures, but I swear I seen every moment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just you know you get up close to him and it's like where he's not in the scene that we did where you know there was no dialogue uh because of the nature of our relationship in the movie we're not smiling so because in life when you get up close to him and he smiles at you it's you know it's he's got these beautiful white teeth it's i don't know what it is but it's just you know it's magnetic (laughs) and you're just like you kind of just stand there like (laughs) and then (laughs) in the scene um my you know my plan was to go in and you know kind of shed a few tears and we had done a couple takes and I couldn't cry because I would get up close to him and just kind of take on this face of like oh, like I'm in the light of glory like, <laughs> and he's not even smiling he's grimacing at me and I'm still just like this is the most beautiful man like you know he's just um, and, and so, so oh, man, that's nice. funny <laughs> like so nice we had there were you know we shot in the middle of August and um at the end of August and that's up here anyway in Pennsylvania that's big rainy season thunderstorm season for us and so there were a few night shoots that we had where we had to just stop um and wait out you know thunderstorms or rainstorms and things like that and he would just like 
sit around with all the because we have real life cowboys in the movie as well playing cowboys he would sit around with the other cowboys and just like shoot the breeze i know there was a night where they had a shot where they were sitting around a campfire and i know that for like hours afterwards he just sat there with them around the campfire and they were just chilling like he was just so incredibly down to earth and so nice and i feel like he really just threw his whole support behind like the community, the Philadelphia community and the black community. Cause you know, he got involved in this because he said to his agent, I want you to find me a script that uplifts the black community. And that's what they brought him. Yeah. So it's just like, that's yeah, awesome. he's just all around cool, cool guy, cool guy. I can't say enough nice things about him. That's awesome. That's good to hear. Well, hey there, hey there, you know, there you know. I was too shy to get this contact information. I was like, I'm not going to ask him. I'm like, no. But, uh, you know, he, he, he was so cool. It was just a thrill to... It was a thrill to even meet him, much less, you know, be close yeah. to him. Like, I get to hug him. Like, what? Like, what is my life? Like, <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome. That's cool. Yeah. That's very cool. That's cool. You know, it's cool. It's cool to hear like when we see the act- actors and actresses. Like that's why with with my show, I like to uh, you know, people have their different mm-hmm. styles and they're like, so tell me more about you know. I like laid back kind of because I want like the audience to get to know the actress or the actor as a person. Mm-hmm. You know, like who they are and they can identify with you more. Like when they see you on the screen and they can still you know identify with with you like a, a real life person like oh I know what you know like funny yeah. stories you know what I mean just kind of like little things you get to learn about oh, absolutely them. no Makes I'm more real you know, like I said, yeah I'm very laid back and I you know I enjoy getting to know people anyway and I like the idea mm-hmm. of people you know at least getting a little peek at who I am I mean you really I am on this movie anyway I am nobody <laughs> like I it is like a freak of nature thing that I got this part not really but I mean it is in some ways because it's just like and there was a point I know because I found out that there was a point that you know at least one producer maybe more I'm not sure um was like pushing for a name actress to to come in and the director Ricky Staub the great wonderful Ricky Staub making his feature film debut I'm so proud of him um he pushed for me he was like I'm impressed with her I've met her she did it again in the audition room I want her so I mean really without him and you know my manager Georgian and also the casting person Diane Heary who is someone I've uh, gotten to know a bit as well they really all kind of pushed in their own ways for me to get this part so I'm just so grateful because honestly it's like the day that that I shot that scene with Idris, you know, we're in the heart of the heart of North Philadelphia and we're on a residential street and people are literally like leaning out their windows and just out of camera frame there's like a like a crowd of women just standing there. And it's like <laughs> I remember like going back to like they said, Oh, you know, reset, we're going back to the top of the shot and I'd have to, you know, go back to the beginning and I would catch glimpses of of these women sort of 
looking at me like, who is that? Like, who is she? We don't recognize her. Who that? Like, who, you know, just like, yeah, no, I'm no one. Like, you don't know me. I am absolutely no one in this. So it's, it's very cool in that sense. And so, yeah, yeah the podcasts have been really, really fun for me because it's like, yeah, no one knows who I am. This is fun. <laughs> now it's like, hi, it's me, it's Liz, you know, it's fun. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. And that's cool you have people supportive that way because it's like, how are you ever going to be that main person if you don't ever get that shot? You know what I mean? It's like, you work so hard to get to that place and you're like, well, you give me a chance, I'll be Exactly. I mean, you know, (laughs) know? I'm stunned even to now, like a year and some change later, that that they gave me the chance, really. I mean, because when I I got the, the script for the auditions, I really was like... I, I didn't know that it was the wife of Idris at that point, but I, when I did put that together, like, oh, this is that character. She's his wife. I, I really was like, there's, there's no way that this is the part I'm going to get. Like maybe a smaller part because they'll be impressed with what I did. But I, I was like, there's no way that they're going to give me this part. And then I got the part, but I mean, you know, it was like what? Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? A little did you yeah, know? I was like, really? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You have such a, even though there's so much more to you, you know, I can't be with you for like a whole week. Never know, maybe. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, but you have an amazing like, like for me, it's 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 inspirational, and it's like. What would you tell somebody that, <clears throat> you know, basically has something very, with, what was what you've gone through in your story and what would you say to someone else that is, uh, and, is and was in the same or in the same position, want, you know, go, wanting to, because it seemed like with you, well, not seemed like it was, every time you got somewhere, you wanted to more the next to next you know you theater you're like okay well yeah. i want to do this then you're like okay now now i want to be on the you know the big screen and, and that's uh that's what it, sh- it should be you should always want more mm-hmm. you know and but you know a lot of obstacles are put in people's mm-hmm. ways sometimes self-doubt mm-hmm. or you know sometimes just this color of our oh, skin yeah, sometimes absolutely. you know what i mean yep but what would you I tell would say, someone you know i most of my detours have been exactly that detours i i knew from when i was a kid Mm -hmm. making movies specifically was what i wanted to do so my advice would be you know it sounds cliche but it is um don't give up it's taken me 25 26 years to get to my film debut but i mean look who i'm debuting with you know what i mean like i i you know have 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 had many many stumbles along the way or detours as I call them you know like when I had my daughter 13 years ago I was thinking I'm done I'm not going to be able to do this anymore there's no way I can make this work as a single parent um but you know quickly realized well if this is the thing I'm passionate about I'll figure it out and I did but you know you, you you have to if this is the thing you are passionate about if you cannot do anything else you have tried to do everything else this is the one thing that gets you up in the morning and moves you through the day and the one thing you think about at night then don't give up no matter how long it takes you I you know I went to one of the most prestigious uh musical theater schools in the country 
for college. And it's really surprising to me to see how many of my classmates are not performing professionally um, now because they were all so talented. They're all so talented. Um, and some of them are performing here and there and others have gone into similar career paths in the industry. And then some people have gotten out of it altogether, but there's not a lot of us that are acting for a living. And I, um, I'm always surprised by that because I just, to me, it was like, there's no other option. So I'm not going to give up on that. And so my advice to anyone in any field, whatever your passion is, you're going to have those setbacks, those detours that are going to take you further from your goal for a little while. But if you promise yourself that you won't give up, then you can use each one of those uh, detours to just be a stepping stone to get to where you want to be. I mean, each job that I've ever had in any industry, and I've worked in a lot, um, has been a stepping stone to get me here, whether it was, I need to stack my money before I can, you know, quit working nine to fives, or I need to do a bunch of plays so I can put some credits on my resume before I go out and find a manager who can get me film work or, you know, whatever, what have you, you just don't give up. That's, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I loved it. And it's true. You're right. Yeah. Just don't. Don't give up when you're passionate about something. Just no matter what anybody says, like that's not realistic. Oh, yeah. You know, I've just had, don't listen. I've had <laughs> many, many people over the years try to tell me why pursuing acting was not a good idea, why it's unrealistic. I mean, my parents have been always been very supportive. Um, they've always been like, you know, pursue your dreams. We want you to be happy. But there have been times along the way where even they have been like, well, you know, this kind of it's it's a dream world that you're trying to enter. Everyone and their mom wants to be an actor and you could be good, but that doesn't mean that you're going to make it. Now, we're not saying don't try, but you have to be realistic in that, you know, everybody tries to make it. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's not about what other people say or what other people believe you're capable of. It's you you know, figuring out who you need to get to know or where you need to get to make your next yeah. move or, you know, just keep hustling. Don't give up because the best feeling yeah. in the world for me in this whole process has been, besides meeting Idris and making a movie, um, <laughs> has been people's comments on Facebook or on, you know, texts or emails saying, wow. I'm so proud of you for never giving up because I know that people told you a long way or even saying I was one of them. I remember telling you this was not going to happen for you and look at you now. And I'm like, yeah, I take somewhat of a sick pleasure in rubbing that in your face right now. Like, <laughs> 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 so yeah, it's, you know, don't give up. That's it. I like that. I love it. That's per perfect. I'm going to use that. I'm going to highlight that part right here because so yes, many more people yes. need to hear it. Someone needs to hear it. Someone's you listening. <laughs> yes. But well, I am. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm like, see? Hmm. They said it too. So. <laughs> She's the expert. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. If I was an expert, I would have figured out how to make it work a long time ago, 25 years ago, but... 
I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure there's more to come you know because you didn't get here by not being good at what you do so I mean great actress oh, well, and you, you you know what I mean so you knew thank what you were doing yeah I most definitely so. sometimes you can't say that about everybody you know I'll be honest with you yeah, no, you know <laughs> the, the, the reviews that came out after it premiered at Toronto uh, three weeks ago have been uh, pretty cool and I've gotten mentioned in a few so that was interesting and I've been somebody tweeted about me which was like what I'm like See, when they get to tweeting, you in oh, there, you tweet. They tweeting, like, they tweeting. Like, I was so taken with the woman who played Caleb's mother. It's great, and I just found out this is her first film. I was like, ah, they're tweeting about me. This <laughs> blew my mind. <laughs> I really do. I hope it turns into more opportunities for sure. For sure. Yeah, most definitely. I know that it will. You, you definitely deserve it. And Aww. it's an honor for me. How you feeling about Idris? I'm like, it's an honor for me to like, you know, get Aww. to know you and have you on. And then, you know, cause you know, that's, I aspire to, you know, to, I'm one of those people that I've worked so hard and I'm not going to stop. Right. You know, I'm going to have to like be not breathing <laughs> anymore for me to stop. Yeah. No, you're gonna go for it. You're so sweet. You're making me blush over here. <laughs> yeah, that really got Aww, me right there. <laughs> you know, because it's kind of like that—that that one. Everybody has it like that. Your parent or that one person where you just kind of want to, or you need to, or you want to know like how oh, they yeah. really, you know, if oh, they absolutely. see it too. And you're just no, like, I oh. feel that feeling absolutely. Yeah, we all have that. But yes, he he does. He feels very. I'm gonna tell him right now. <laughs> I'll be like. you're always welcome here you know I know because there's no I know there's more to come and I would love to be able to to stay in contact and then also see like you know the, uh, the whole process of like you know just everything that comes with it because I know it's going to be great I feel it I know it you know you know <laughs> it too I mean listen from your mouth I'm not going to jinx myself listen God she's saying it so from Brandon's mouth <laughs> God's ears we're going to hope and pray that that is true yeah no I would love to come back anytime yes. anytime you'll have me that's awesome Yes, yes, for sure, for sure. Well, can you please drop some um, uh, lines for the um, listeners to where we can find you and keep in, uh, keep you know, yeah. What's going uh, on with well, you? you know, I'm pretty boring, so find me on Facebook under Liz Priestley. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, you know, it's nice that I was tweeted about, but I do not tweet. I do not have a Twitter, um, and I don't have an Insta or a Snapchat or anything. But uh, Liz Priestley on Facebook. And then also uh, Liz Priestley on imdb.com. Those are 
both of the places where I will update things on the regular. Okay, cool. And I'll definitely have that in the show notes too, so they can um, definitely follow you and, uh, you know, and um, basically yeah, follow you. I will do some kind of Instagram something or other if enough people are interested. But I, I will tell you right now, I think I'm very boring. I don't take pictures. I don't do, I mean, come on. What am I going to be like? tweet the sky is blue and i'm warm like i don't (laughs) yep yep i I feel like people will be like incredibly boring so yeah but no that's where you can find me facebook and imdb all right. Well, thank you so much. You're the best. You're so sweet. You're so funny too. Thank so that makes you me better. so much. It's been really fun. Thank you, Brandy. Thank you. I guess we'll be talking soon. And uh, like I said, me, I didn't say it before, but me casa, su casa. Oh, yes, did I say did. it? Yay! Yay! My daughter speaks <laughs> Spanish this year, so I know you said it right because she actually said it to me yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, before we go, I have to say this. My son was trying to teach me Japanese today. I don't know where he learned it from, but he's like, can I teach you a few words in Japanese? Huh? I just looked at him like, what? <laughs> I, mean, I would have been like, you can try. That doesn't mean I'm going to be able to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, when did you learn Japanese? Awesome. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that's I'm funny. But I have to say that. <laughs> I didn't tell anybody. <laughs> Oh, and the learning stuff, I don't even know. Learn it. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you You're so very much. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, everybody. This is Miss Liz Priestley. And uh, follow her so you can find out more. Thank you for joining Thanks, us. Bye-bye. Bye.